Patty McFadden from FSP. With us today is Bill Cates. If you've heard of him before, it's because he's been working with financial advisors for the last 25 years, helping them create exponential growth through more effective messaging and multiplying their best clients. Bill is the author of a number of best-selling books, including Beyond Referrals and Radical Relevance. Bill, welcome to, the, to today's podcast. Always great to be with you, Patty. Thank you. So this segment is called Getting Referred Up. What do you mean by that, and why is it important to consider? Yeah, so, you know, most clients uh, tend to refer lateral and down on the economic ladder. I don't know whether it's a just a comfort. Uh, I'm not sure what what the reasoning is, but um, most people on this call will, will notice that, they, you know, they tend to refer lateral and down. So what I mean by referring up is getting people to refer lateral and up. What we're trying to do here, and one of the things that, that I've made the focus of my business, is helping advisors multiply their best clients. Right? It's not just quantity, it's quality of the client, uh, whatever that means to you. It could be assets, it could be income, it could be both, it could be other, uh, other things like their connections in the community, but whatever your A clients are. Uh, so, one, so one of the things we want to do is, is segment our client base, if you haven't done that lately, and you know, who are those A, A-plus clients uh, that you want to multiply? Who are maybe B-plus are still fine for you to take? Uh, who are those? So the first step really is, is getting clear on what that looks like to you um, because when you start to think in terms of getting referred up, um, not only does your awareness change and the opportunity that's there, but the words you use and the, and the things you will say will make a big difference. So if a client tends to refer laterally or down the economic ladder, what are some steps an advisor can take to reverse this trend? Sure. So as I mentioned, the first thing is that clarity. Always important for us to be clear on who we want to attract, who we want to get introduced to. And then uh, the next one would be to become super referable. And, you know, we did a podcast on how to become more referable in the eyes of our clients. And we, you know, we, we have to be referable. They have to feel good about the work we've done. We have to make sure that we've made a great value connection and a great human connection. So I encourage folks to listen to that podcast we did on how to become more referable and even get referrals without asking. Uh, and then a the next step, which is so important, uh, and this is where it breaks down for a lot of folks, is to educate your clients on who you serve the best. Now, notice I didn't say educate on who you're looking for. I mean, it is who you're looking for, but we want to make this a little more client and prospect-centered rather than us-centered. So it's not here's who I'm looking for. It's here's the type of folks we serve the best. Here's who our processes are geared to. And usually you're going to end up saying people much like yourself because in most cases you're going to be asking people who, who know people like themselves and perhaps a little bit up above that. Uh, if you have a really good business friendship uh, that we also talked about in a previous podcast, then you can be a little more transparent. I'll give you an example. Uh, my financial advisor, Larry Briskin, before he retired a few years ago, I remember we were playing golf. We had a business friendship. We're still in touch, even though he's not in the business anymore. And, uh, you know, he I'll never forget, it was at 15th hole at Hobbits Glen in Columbia, Maryland. He says, uh, you know, Bill, by the way, you know, we're doing a lot of work with the ultra-wealthy these days. I said, okay, great. You know, what does that mean to you, ultra-wealthy? And he gave me parameters. And 
I said, all right, so where does that leave me? <laughs> right? Now, when you have a business friendship, you can be transparent. He says, oh, don't worry. You, know, you already know that you're an A client with me, and we're getting you that direction uh, to the ultra-wealthy. I said, all right, that's cool. And I said, well, Larry, I, don't, I, I can't think of anyone right now that fits into that category, but it's good for me to know that. right? And so when you have that business friendship, you can be kind of transparent around that. And then finally, don't assume that your clients or, or centers of influence, anybody, really knows how to make a good introduction. Talk to your clients. When, if you meet someone that you think should at least be aware of the work we do, perhaps they could benefit from the processes we have in place. You know, here's what I found works the best in terms of making that connection. And then teach them that you want to get introduced. Teach them, it could be an email introduction, it could be, you know, over a meal together, around the golf, whatever it might be, but don't assume they know how to make a connection because that's where it breaks down for so many advisors I've seen over these years of me doing this is that you find people willing to do it, but they don't turn it into an actual connection. Teach them, let them know what it looks like. And, you know, you want it to be uh, safe and effective, just like FDA approving a drug for the market. It needs to feel safe to everybody and needs to be effective, needs to at least pique the interest of that new prospect. So those are some of the things we can do to move this forward. That actually seems pretty straightforward. Is it actually? And how will your clients react? It is very straightforward. Um, it's really, it's got to come from a place of you really believing in the work you do and really wanting to bring, you know, almost being missionary, if you will, in the work you do and wanting to bring this value to certain types of clients. And and it's fair that you don't you necessarily want to meet everybody because you've developed certain types of processes that work for certain types of individuals in certain situations. And so you want to make sure it's the good match. And the, how do people react? Well, you get usually one or two reactions. Some people start to think of folks, uh, especially if you're teaching them a little bit. They start to think of people who fit those criteria. And a lot of people will just say, that's great. You know, we're going to keep that in mind. We know, you know we love your work. And, and you say, great, please don't keep me a secret. And so it never, ever hurts a relationship. And sometimes it turns into results right on the spot and sometimes down the road. But the net result is the people that are sent to you tend, you start to see the quality, if you will, your, your criteria for quality starts to move up over time because you're just building that culture. You're putting it into the conversation rather than wishing and hoping. And I know you have some free resources available on your website for our listeners. Can you tell me more about that? Sure. A couple of quick things. We have a lot of guides and, and scripts and, and some videos and short videos and audios on our site. If you just go to referralcoach.com forward slash resources, referralcoach.com forward slash resources. And then we have a report that's free to folks listening to the, this podcast uh, all about you know, creating exponential growth in terms of multiplying your best clients. And that's an easy to remember. Just multiply your best clients dot com, multiplyyourbestclients.com and it's free, no gimmicks, just go get it. Thanks. And what steps can advisors take right away to start this process of getting their clients to introduce them to higher level prospects? Sure. So, you know, I've already I mentioned these, but it's important to think about, you know, action and next steps. And so the first thing is to be fully aware. You know, what does that mean to you? And if you have a team member, staff, you know, what does that mean to them? Um, and and do you just want to work exclusively on getting referred up to these more A's? Or you may have a junior advisor in your practice, and maybe you don't care 
maybe he or she will take those folks. But the clarity is, is of course, very important because that changes the language sometimes that we're going to use. Uh, and then start to just identify the clients who love you, identify the clients with whom you have great relationships with, and just start to play around with the language on this and, and say, you know, there's something I wanted to let you know, something we're thinking about doing or something we've started to do. And, you know, we've been working together for a long time. I, th- I thought you should be aware of this. And, you know, you're kind of letting them, letting them in on your business a little bit. Look, here's the neat thing about the work you do. You help people get really clear on their vision for their financial future, right, what their legacy is going to look like, what their retirement is going to look like, et cetera. Uh, and, and guess what? When you start to build those, those uh, business friendships and just really good relationships, they like to know what your vision is. They like to know what you're trying to accomplish, and you let them in on this a little bit. And you know, start with those folks who love you. Start with the great ones, and you'll practice a little bit with them, and then you can start to extend this to uh, to other clients. Great, thank you, Bill. That was uh, very informative on getting referred up. You're welcome. Thank you.